Gentlemen, I give you science in action. The Driven Beef Podcast. Hey everybody, it's that time again for the Driven Youth Podcast with our host, Pastor Eric Howder. And now, here's Pastor Eric. So many preachers, so many churches and denominations got their opinions. All right, Driven Youth Podcast, welcome back. It's March 2021, day 2467 of the Wuhan Chinese Kung Flu, man. Yes. And I've had it. You've had it. I survived. I need one of them t-shirts. Hey, you know, I survived. You survived. You know what's crazy, though? Yeah. Mike, and, and I haven't shared it with too many people. Of course, now all five listeners are going to know. But, you know, I lost my sense of uh, smell. Oh, yeah. And, yeah and, I heard that. And... Beginning of December, late November, I chalked it up to sinus issues because I have horrible sinus issues, uh-huh. and it kept going. and And I realized Christmas time, beginning of the the new year, when I couldn't smell uh-huh. candles that my daughter was right, that like had the, you know, and, right, and, and yeah. food and Christmas and then, tree candles, and then sugar cookie, taking the dog outside the bathroom, something that would turn my stomach up. No yeah. longer I could smell. I realized uh-huh. I. I do not have my smell. So at, at some point, um, you I, had I became a number. Well, not an official number, just a hypothetical number, I guess. But so, so did you get, te- you didn't get tested? No, never, oh, it was yeah. months it later. Severe. Yeah. That's yeah. the only thing I ever, um, maybe you got the you know, antibodies, man. Maybe they could use you in some well, sort of experimental treatment. That would be scary. Putting yeah. you in an experimental treatment. That would be, yeah. But, who knows? You know, it'd be yeah. nice to have an antibody test, but you know they're expensive, and you know what's it going to do right. at this point? Right. But light at the end of the tunnel, we're hearing, uh-huh. we're praying. You know right. that, that that eventually, you know, we might be able to, yeah. you know, kind of come through this. Um, a lot of lessons learned, you know, um, going forward. Uh-huh. Uh, it's going. I think honestly, it's going to take us a while to come out of this in a in a mental aspect for a lot of people, but. That, that's for another time. Right. Driven Youth Podcast, welcome. Yeah, we just wasted three so we minutes was, of your time. We're going to try to waste a few more minutes of your time, yeah. of your day. If you're driving, right. welcome. Be safe out there. If you're taking a walk. And bless you, man. Thanks Absolutely. for tuning in, yes. man. Amen. We, we love you guys, man. Amen. You know, it's spring's going to be coming. Uh-huh. You know, the weather's going to start breaking. Man, it's starting to it's oh, getting it's lighter out. Yes. You know, yes. like in the mornings when I take my grandkids to you know, we went, school. We went down. Yeah. That's After light. the first of the year to, to Florida to see my daughter. Uh-huh. And uh, people are in such a better mood down there. And I think it's because it's warm and the sunshine. That's exactly it. I think that's why. People in Ohio are rude, Cranky. man. They're Cranky. Rude. Exactly. Yeah, standing in line to pay for your <laughs> gas. And they're just like, heads down. And What are you long? <laughs> Shut up and eat your garbage. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> That's just an observation we had. It could be right. It could be wrong. I, I don't know. It's true, man. I but, know it. I know it. So I much happier. In, I lived in the South, well, there man. You go. And how much like, happier hey, were you? How y'all doing, man? How much it's happier were you? Oh, yeah. yeah I was but, happy, man. Right. I was happy. Amen. But, yeah, everybody, you know, we're it's blessed to have you. Um, let's just go into prayer real quick. Our Heavenly Father, we're, we're just thankful that that mm-hmm. we're we're here. And yes, Lord. Lord, we're just thankful that we are, we have a freedom to come and, and, and talk about you and, yes. and to worship you. And mm-hmm. Lord, we're just, uh, 
we want people to hear your word. Yes. We want their hearts and their minds to be opened up to mm. your word, to, to your foundations that you have biblically, Lord. And, yes, Lord. And we're just asking for those minds and those hearts to be opened up and let your Holy Spirit flow and minister to each and every day, Lord. And, and let us cross paths with people that do not uh, know you. Yes. Wherever that may be, Lord, just bring those people, Lord. And we just give you all the glory in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. All right, man. It's the song of the week. Get to it, man. Rise up by Cain. Now it's Cain, C A I N. Like the chicken. No, like the it's chicken not it's, Are we? Oh, we well, did we just promote a? Up, up. up sorry, sorry. God, I hate that chicken. Yeah, horrible. About that. Yeah. yeah. That's rise up by Cain.
Yeah. All right. Rise up. By good song, tune, man. Good, good song. Good tune. Good tune. And it's, yeah, it's perfect for our topic today, right. man, right? You know? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, so our the, topic uh, today is, uh, pro-life, uh, yeah. the abortion, uh, debate, the ongoing debate, you know, pro-life, pro, pro-choice. Yeah. They call it all kinds of things. Too. Yeah. <laughs> Women's health. Women's health, um, uh, anti-abortion. No, no, no. Pro, the, 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 what are the, oh, what are those? You know, the people on the other side, they call it like women's health. Oh, reproductive, reproductive health? Reproductive health. Yeah, right. we're killing our babies. It's reproductive health. All right. No, yeah. no matter how, what kind of words you use to describe it, I mean, it is, it is what it is. I want to, I want to read a couple of definitions from, uh, Planned Parenthood. And Planned Parenthood, of course, is a, a strong pro-choice organization. Um, and here's how they define, here's how they define pro-choice. Generally, people who identify as pro-choice believe that everyone has the basic human right to decide when and whether to have children. When you say you are pro-choice, you're telling people that you believe it's okay for them to have the ability to choose abortion as an option for an unplanned pregnancy, even if you wouldn't choose abortion for yourself. Uh-huh. In a nutshell, that's what Planned Parenthood describes basically if you're, what pro-choice is. Now, here, here, Planned Parenthood, basically in a nutshell, how they're describing what exactly, uh, to be pro-life is. You know, and they're mostly concerned as a pro-lifer, you're mostly concerned in their eyes with the life of the fertilized egg, embryo, or fetus. Uh-huh. While the term pro-life was birthed from the abortion, here's a little background. While the term pro-life was birthed from the abortion wars of the 1970s, of course, Roe vs. Wade, Wade, Supreme Roe Court ruling. Wade, yeah. The pro-life movement has grown into a thriving community of those who meet political issues with the mindset that all human life is valuable. Whether you are a preborn baby, a newborn, an elderly person, or someone with disabilities or special needs, mm-hmm. your life matters. At its core, the pro-life movement is about the value and equality of all human beings. Mm-hmm. Google search the popular pro-life hashtag, hashtag Love them both, and the message is clear. Also, despite being accused of being conservative and a religious dogma, the pro-life movement is composed of an incredibly diverse population. Now, here's where it gets interesting. If you go in Google, pro-life. I hate Google. If you go, go in on. Yahoo. No, no, no. Go, if you go, go to the library. Go, go, go. If you go to the library. Go, go. If you okay. go to the library in the card catalog. <laughs> <laughs> and you look up. Five seven zero one point three three two in the Dewey Decimal System. <laughs> well, Mister Dewey. <laughs> Anyhow, if you go and, you, and however you want to do it, right? Do the right. pro pro life movement, uh-huh. and you'll find it's composed of an incredibly diverse population of uh-huh. groups, group people groupings. The movement includes, but it's not limited to, both feminists, as we would call. Those on uh, the progressive or left side. That, right, right. Ladies you know, that don't wear bras. <laughs> <laughs> and atheists are included in that group as well. Uh-huh. So Planned Parenthood ha- has a definition of what pro-choice is. And then Planned Parenthood uh, concerning pro-life, they feel the pro-life side is more towards the concern of the fertilized egg, embryo, or fetus. In reality... And when I just read pro-life, you know, we're, we're concerned with all life, you know, from from conception until whenever. And it's not just a uh, 
Christian or a religious or a faith-based movement, it is in turn very diverse in mm-hmm. the groups of people who support a pro-life uh, agenda, as you would say. Right. Um, here are some more definitions. Pro-life. Pro-life, again, the belief that all human life is created equal regardless of size, level of development, mm-hmm. education, and degree of dependency. And, and you've ex- you've shared uh, past uh, a job with um, special needs, yeah, yeah. And, and uh-huh. this goes right here. You know, you know, pro life is not just concerned with anti-abortion; they're concerned from conception of life onward, mm-hmm. all life. Yeah. Therefore, taking the life of a preborn baby is a violation of this fundamental right to life in pro life, pro choice. The belief that every woman should be endowed with the right to her own life and body. Yep. Therefore, denying a woman an abortion is denying her the right to her own body. And, and we find that we'll find each political stance in these is riddled with right. misconceptions on yep. both ends. Yep. Yep. And then, you know, very important to understand what each is, what uh-huh. each group is. I know you got is. a lot of points there, man. Don't you? A few points. Like 52. Just a few, just a few points. You know, we're, so, gonna, we're just going to waste, uh, well, we're at 14 minutes, minutes already, no, we're man. Working. You have okay. something over there? You have something? Well, yeah, well, no, I'm Go uh, for it. Go. So, first off, okay, when somebody's in an accident, like a horrible, mm-hmm. fiery car crash or whatever, and the first responders arrive, right, and they're, they suspect somebody is dead, right? right? So, what do they do? They think so, but they're not sure. So I just let him there, lay right. Yeah, yeah, lay out in this hot sun on the asphalt. <laughs> right? Just let no, him. No, no, no. They check their pulse, right? right? Exactly. Yes. And if their heart's beating, then right. they're alive. Right. They take them into the hospital. Doctor checks. Right. Heart's beating, they're alive. So we do everything we can to save them. Correct. Yes. No heartbeat, and they try and try and try. Mm-hmm. You know, to bring that heartbeat back, it doesn't come back. What do they say? They're dead. They're dead, correct. They're deceased. They're correct. Right? So when there's a heartbeat in a human being, they're living, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. So this whole abortion thing, man, when a baby has a heartbeat, it's a living thing. But all of these other-sided folks are saying, well... Yeah, it's not really a human being because whatever, whatever, whatever. Right. Well, I think it's important also to, to it's understand. Murder. It's murder. Right. It's correct. Yeah. And it's also understand, you know, well, then you go, you're going to have the other side say, okay, when, when does, when do we consider this a, a human? When do we consider, um, this a, a baby? When is the heart beating? And uh, it gets me to my next, you know, informational points, you know, mm-hmm. the stress out there, what, mm-hmm. cause it's, I think it's important for the, to understand what the pro-choice group is, is thinking in their arguments. Yeah. And, I, and, I, and you I, have, in a little bit, I want to talk about yeah. Margaret Sanger. Who, okay. You know, real, real quick, you know, okay. four weeks after sure. fertilization, uh-huh. you know, the baby's eyes and limbs are developing four yeah. weeks and their heart can be viewed as on an ultrasound scan. That's four weeks, 28 days. At 10 weeks, a preborn baby's brain is growing rapidly. Four weeks, or 10 weeks, I'm sorry. 10 uh-huh. weeks. Producing almost 250,000 neurons every minute. That's Holy 10 God. weeks, just a little Did over, a little yeah. over two months. Uh-huh. Very short amount of time. Yeah. 
At 14 weeks, a preborn baby has developed enough coordination to suck its own thumb. 14 uh-huh. weeks. Well, I can do that, man. <laughs> <laughs> you, just, you just learned that. Yeah, and I'm only I'm only in my fifties. And and here's where our medical technology is getting better and better. A preborn baby as young as twenty two weeks can survive outside the womb. Twenty two weeks. One in four women will have an abortion by the age of forty five. One in four. One in four women will have an abortion by the age of forty five. The majority of women who receive abortions, twenty three to twenty five percent, do so because they feel the timing is wrong. Mm-hmm. Or they cannot financially provide for their child. Mm-hmm. So 23 to 25%. Uh-huh. A very small percentage of women, very small in 2004, uh-huh. um, according to uh, the first nine months, which is a benevolent resource program booklet that this information is from, 2004, less than 1% get an abortion because they have conceived from uh, rape. So, yeah, so labor, very, very yeah, small. Yeah. Around 4% of the women who receive abortions do so because of health-related issues. Um, I'm assuming 4%? in there, you know, the yeah. mom has health-related issues or maybe even the, the, the newborn. Okay, so that it might Either be or, right, very risky. Right. So 4% okay. of that population of abortions that are performed, 4%. A couple more facts, you know, and the question is, as Christians, when does life begin? Uh-huh. And I think we take the viewpoint as life begins the moment of conception. That's right. And I think it's important. But, you know, I was even doing some research on this. I was finding some different arguments from even Christian, you know, Mm -hmm. groups and and sects that are saying, you know, it happens at uh, segregation, you know, when the embryo begins to divide seven, eight days or implantation, the embryo is implanted to the uterus in two to three days. Uh-huh. Uh, there's even a fundamental Christian viewpoint. It's it's very um, in the 1960s and 1970s. E- even the Southern Baptist Convention had mention of it that a, that a baby is considered a newborn baby human at its mm-hmm. first breath. And you know, there's just yeah an amazing array of right. differing people barriers. are divided divided about, even yeah. within uh, yeah. Christianity. Wow. It's just, um, but I think it's important to understand what we have in front of us is not only a division amongst, you know, pro-life, pro-choice, but yeah. a division amongst even how we f- are grouped together as Christians. Yeah. You know, and I think it's important for our, our young people to have a, the necessary knowledge uh-huh. to know, and, and we'll get to what, what you have shortly, but... To, to know that there are consequences for sin. We all are yeah, sinful. Right. We all, right. we all were born in the sin, you know, but redeemed through Christ. And uh-huh. I, have, I have one final, one final piece of information I think is, is kind of important. And it's from the, the Gut Mocker Institute, which they are the researchers for Planned Parenthood. Oh, I think that's the Gut Mockers. The Gut Mockers. <laughs> Nazi organization. The guten Marcus, the Vater und Schmelenheimer. We're getting censored now, so uh, it's nice knowing everybody. Yeah, they just um, kicked us off. Just kicked us off. So, but, uh, kicked us off of iTunes. But the researcher, the researchers for Planned Parenthood, shared uh-huh. that women feel immediate relief after having an abortion, 
immediate relief. Immediate relief. But 81% will develop mental health issues. And there is a 261% chance of alcohol misuse mm-hmm. and a 313% increased risk of drug abuse after. Wow. So we're not a, talking about like it's you do it, it's done. It, it stays yeah. and it stays it's a, a, a it's mental. A, it's a lingering. It's a lingering effect. And, you know, I think that the church has a very important role in this, not just to, to fight the, the, the battle, so to speak, to, to outlaw abortions, but also to be there for the ones that we know that have actually had an abortion or are thinking to have an abortion. You know, it's important recovery, for the church not to, to shun recovery, them, man. right? Right. Not to shun them, not to, Place them outside of you know yeah. the loving arms of what Christ would want us to be, and before we get to what the, the Bible says to have about mm-hmm. abortion, like why don't you share what you? Well, yeah, yeah, no, I was just thinking about Margaret Sanger, mm-hmm. who was you know what right uh, right uh, what everyone considers the the founder of you know Planned, Planned Parenthood, correct? And um, you know, one of the big things that's going on right now is people are calling everybody racist and we right. have this cancel culture and, mm-hmm. you know, um, it doesn't matter. Everything's what you labeled do. You've now. You've got a hoodie on, man. You're a racist. You know, you're, you're a dogmatic Christian. You're a race, you know, well, we're you're all racist. Right. Right. Is that, that's what or, or so, or whatever. So, and, 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 and they're, that group of people is also really, really, pro-abortion right. as you mm-hmm. know this is a woman's reproductive right and all that but so um just four years ago planned parenthood federation mm-hmm. of america finally did admit it was wrong of margaret sanger to speak to the ku klux klan mm-hmm. back in 1926 mm. spoke okay yeah Spoke to the Ku Klux Klan to support sterilization of the disabled and placing so-called illiterates, paupers, unemployables, criminals, prostitutes, and dope fiends on farms and in open spaces as long Mm. as necessary for the strengthening and development of moral conduct. Mm. And she also uh, used these words. The most urgent problem today is how to limit and discourage the over-fertility of the mentally and physically defective. Mm. Well, this lady's wicked, wow. man. She was wicked. But, um, <sighs> wow. Yeah, she, yet she, she was, yet a, this, she was this, a racist, this man. This lady is celebrated, you know, well, whether we know... Anybody who celebrates, you know, anybody who right. supports Planned Parenthood is essentially this given. This is a foundational truth of Planned Parenthood. Is essentially, right, is was, affirming she what she is saying. Pro sterilization of. An ungodly woman. Fit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, if, I mean, you just, know, this is just who she was, man. right? And this is like the root of the evil there, you and, know? And that's very important. You bring up, you said about the root of evil, and, you know, I always. I always tell people whether it's about some an atrocity that's happened or something mm-hmm. chaotic that's happened. You know, there's there's always a beginning. Yeah, uh, it just doesn't happen. You know, and at what point did it start? And at what point can we not? You know, start something else. 
Yeah. And this is important. You know, at, at some point, th- this lady, you know, was able to infest her ideas into culture, into society. Uh, and society. Like and now, word, infest, and, and, yeah. and now look at where we're at. Where we're at. Yeah. And we're, we're in trouble. And look at like, um, okay, you remember the Oklahoma City bombing? I do. Yes. Yeah. I do too. Some of you children out there never even heard of it. What was his name? McVeigh something? McVeigh, Timothy McVeigh. Timothy right. McVeigh, yeah. So he blows up this big, huge building. There's a, a, a daycare. Daycare in there, correct. And one of the things that just to people was so despicable was how many of these little children died. Right. 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 Up but, in arms. But, but, Horrendous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But nobody right. can relate that to abortion. Mm-hmm. And one of the most despicable things for God, as he said in the Bible, right. in the Old Testament, right. clearly, was that those people who sacrificed their children, who killed their babies, were the most despicable people in the eyes of God, man, in the sight of him. And, and it's very hard to... This is not putting down your dog who's got right. cancer, man. I don't know why they don't call that. I put down my child, you know. You know, it should give us some, you know, we should think about how, you know, they always try to gloss over what they what they call abortion. Yeah. You know, what kind of words they're, phrases they're using, re- reproductive rights, women's, women's, or women's reproductive health. health. You know, why don't we just come out and say exactly what it is or, or say agree. how an abortion performed? There's no humane way to perform an abortion. And, and there's a, there's a movie out there called, uh, Unplanned. Um, it's a couple years old and, and I, I encourage, I, I encourage people have to, check it out. to have it. Is it on Netflix? It, it's, oh, it's, well, there we go. Sorry, man. Uh, is it on, is it on a streaming? streaming channel I, it is, it is on a streaming service. Begins yes. with an N. I don't know, know if it's on that one. I watched Rhymes it on the one that begins with an A. Netflix. I watched the one. I watched it on the one that begins with an A. Like oh the yeah, Zon uh, one. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. like the river in right <laughs> in Brazil. Not the gotcha. you're right, correct. Yeah, um, okay, but also. Um, uh, I have a, I have a DVD copy of it, although I do not have a DVD player. Um, it's a little graphic, which is, which is good for people oh, really? to see, like yeah. um, and, and parts of it, but it's unplanned. And, you know, I think in our later podcast, I think we're going to bring up the, uh, the, the person the movie's about. She worked at Planned Parenthood, worked her way up, uh, I believe as a director at one of the Planned Parenthoods down in Texas. And then what, what's, what's, the situation was her husband was against it. You know, he was a, born a Christian and and he was not, you know, and I won't give any more of the movie out, but it's, it's a true yeah. story based on true events. Um, but she eventually, she walked out and became involved with an organization called 40 days of prayer, I believe where they would uh-huh. go and, and pray for people that were going into abortion clinics and, um, Long story short, this clinic that she worked at, and then she went on the other side of the fence, so to speak, then uh, eventually shut down. Um, go, I encourage everybody to watch the movie. It is it is graphic in parts, I think, yeah. probably for kids. So it's not, it's not family night. Maybe. It's not family night, although I think yeah. teenagers uh, probably should see it w- with their uh-huh. parents. Um, as a youth pastor, I, I would love to show it. Uh-huh. Um, um, maybe at some point there will be an opportunity, but... You know, it's going to be one of those that has to, there's a fine line of showing a movie, a 
as graphic like that that needs to be shown and and actually doing it. But anyhow, uh, unplanned. I encourage you to see it. But let's let's go. Let's see what the Bible says about abortion. Very important to see what Scripture has. You know, now the word abortion is never mentioned in the Bible. No. However, as we read through Scripture, we find that there were abortions. There were child murders. Uh-huh. There were child abandonment. Uh-huh. Uh, it was permitted under Roman law. Uh, mm-hmm. In fact, we have several, if you read through the New Testament, several scriptures referring to the killing of women and children during wars against Israel's enemies. This is what we read through scripture. Right. Um, but simply put, as you mentioned earlier, simply put, abortion is murder. It's the killing of a human being who is created in the image of God uh-huh. because God values human life. Now, the Bible's not silent. Even though it doesn't mention abortion specifically, well, the yeah, Bible yeah, is not yeah. silent. I want to read Psalm 139. Uh, King David uh-huh. illustrates this perfectly in the psalm. For you were created my inmost being. You knit me together in my mother's womb. I praise you because I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Yep. Your works are wonderful. I know that full well. My frame was not hidden from you when I was made in the secret place. When I was woven together in the depths of the earth, yeah. your eyes saw my unformed body. All uh, the days ordained for me were written in your book before one of them came to be. Yeah. David and, and the psalm illustrates this perfectly. You know, the, the newborn, the unborn baby in a mother's womb is not just a fetus, not just an embryo, not just a fertilized egg. It's a human, human yeah. life. And, you know, David writes this, and he didn't even have the benefit of an ultrasound or modern science. Right, all the science modern medicine and, we have. You know, but he penned these words from his heart, from the Holy Spirit, you know, uh-huh. giving these words to him. And, you know, life is so precious, and, and God has ordained life from the beginning. And I just want to read two more scriptures. Mm-hmm. And this one, Jeremiah one five. Important one again, another important one. Before I formed you in the womb, mm-hmm. and I can almost stop there. Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. Yep. Who create? Who creates humans? God. God creates us in His image. And here He's saying in Jeremiah, "Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. Before you were born, I set you apart. I appointed you as a prophet to the nations." Here He's saying, telling Jeremiah, He's explaining in context. Jeremiah, He's setting Jeremiah apart as a prophet, but. He's explaining. This applies to all humans. It applies yeah. to all humans. Yeah. You know, before I, before I formed you in the womb, I knew who you were. Yeah. And to me, that's just incredible and amazing. And if you could just grasp that for a couple of minutes to understand that, uh-huh. you know, life doesn't start at conception. Yeah. Life starts before conception, uh-huh. you know, and it's just, it's just amazing how God creates life. And here we, man, try to take it away as quickly as we can and as soon as we can. And, um, and I think next time when we will hit this topic again, we'll, we'll go over some lies that, that the pro choice tells us about, you know, abortion. Okay. And, and, that, and I think we'll hit that in our next, yeah, let's do that. Man. Our next podcast. Yeah, we've about, already wasted 32 minutes. And by the time we're done, we'll probably be at 33, 34. <laughs> so, no, man, this is not a waste guys. Hey, this is what God says about murdering children. Right. Man. It's important. And that's what it is. It's, it's, Sorry. it's important. Very and important. You want to call it women's reproductive rights, blah, 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 whatever. You're murdering 
a human being. Right. And there's, so. there's been so many things through culture that, uh-huh. you know, you know, look at, look at prohibition. You know, people got all in an uproar about prohibition, about banning alcohol and, and what they do. They did away with prohibition. Nobody ever complained again, really, to get out of alcohol. But there's so much fierce and fire but be from abortion. Yeah. You know, if, if we were to outlaw abortions, how much fierce and fire would there be? There's countries out there that just can't believe what that we allow. That we allow that to happen, correct. Yeah. It's unimaginable. Yep. And it's... It's just, uh, unthinkable. And you know, as Christians, we have a, I believe we have a responsibility uh-huh. to understand, uh, the sides of it, understand uh-huh. our side of it, that we're protecting the unborn child. Yeah. And that unborn child is, is a human, is a specially made person from God. And we need the son or daughter, son of or God daughter, and we need our, in his eyes, man. And as our next generations are coming through, as our yeah. youngsters are coming through, they need to carry that on with them, right? And not be tempted. And we can't let them normalize, right? Something so everything gets normalized now. Yeah. Well, you mentioned the Oklahoma City bombing yeah. back in 1995, I believe, and that. Took the news over for for days, twenty four seven. Yeah, you know, I can remember when uh, the Challenger blew up in the eighty oh, six. Yeah, yeah, took, yeah, yeah. I mean, it was in the paper, the news for forever. It, yeah. Now, you know, the school shootings. The first, the first school shooting, um, the one in Colorado, Columbine. What was so despicable about the shooting where all those kids were killed? Right, everybody's like, "Oh, these all these little kids right. were killed." But when you come to abortion, everybody's silent. Right, but not know, everybody. But you right, know. but it's been so normal now to have school shootings. It, it, what, what's it take a day, and then it's on to the next thing? When I was then, in high school, I took a shotgun to school. What, what, not in a case. What was your? Like what was, you just put it on your shoulder. I took a shotgun <laughs> over Daniel my Boone shoulder. Day? Was it Daniel Boone Day? I was just went in there like the Beverly Hillbillies, <laughs> man. And I went to woodshop, my woodshop class, okay. and I, I sawed off the stock of my my shotgun. Well, that's, that's legal. And I went to the um, the metal shop class, sawed off the barrel. That's legal. Nobody ever thought anything <laughs> about me taking a shotgun right. to high school, walking through the halls with it. And now, man, God, it's crazy. crazy. It's, yeah. No, I'm not saying that everybody should take uh, shotguns right. to school. Right. But, know, but my, my point is it's become normal now. It's Violence become normal. It's been normalized. Normalized. Whatever yeah. it is. Yeah. Abortion has been normalized. It's okay. No big deal. No problem. Yeah. But closest, if you can close us yeah, to prayer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Heavenly Father, we thank you so much for this day and for this time that we have together and to search your word and, um, Lord, just to see what your word has to say about this topic and the murder of thousands and thousands of thousands of unborn human babies, Lord. And we just, Lord, we ask that you open our eyes and our hearts to this issue and Lord, that you give us uh, boldness to express what it is in your eyes, Lord, and to condemn it and uh, to struggle against those who have normalized it. Father, we just thank you and we love you. We praise you 
In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. All right. So, yeah, we're going to check out this topic again uh, next episode. Next episode, yes. Okay. Yep. All right, guys. Thanks for tuning in to the weekly Driven Youth Podcast with Pastor Eric Halter. Our Driven Youth Group gets together each and every Sunday at 9.15 a.m. and 6 p.m. And we'd love to have you visit. If you enjoy the show or have ideas for future shows, send us an email at drivenyouthpodcast, all one word, at gmail.com. And if you'd like to visit the church, check us out at www.christforeastcanton.com. That's www.christforeastcanton, all one word, dot com. Thanks again, and we'll see you next week.